Welcome to the Creating Superstars at Work podcast. Welcome to the Creating Superstars at Work podcast. and welcome to today's episode. So today's episode is slightly different. This time we're going to be focusing on you guys who are actually the employees and the people in the teams. Today's episode is all about how you can be a workplace superstar. So I'm with the lovely Kath Demade as usual. Hello, Kath. Hello, Andrea. How is life in Kath's world? It's gorgeous because we're going to be talking about one of my favourite subjects. Yeah, this is a really cool one. And we're going to try and keep this one shorter because actually we want this to provide real value for you guys. And you can listen to this on your way to work. Maybe it'll be really motivational for you. It can become a part of your daily routine. We're going to give you a few tips and wrinkles on how you can be a superstar at work. So workplace superstars, what do they look like, Kath Demade? Yeah, brilliant. So it's about the conversation around when people look at me, when I'm in the workplace, how do I appear to them? What is their perception of me? Do they look at me and decide that I'm a positive person or do they look at me and decide if I'm a negative person? And that's very much down to how I actually look, how I move and and how I talk to people. So if I'm one of those All people, about behaviour, right? All about behaviour. Every single ounce of it is about behaviour. All about behaviour and attitude. So in terms of behaviour, let's just talk about really simple things like body language. So if I walk into the office with very little eye contact, my head down, I'm walking slowly, quite lethargically, I'm not going to be the person who is chosen to bring their A game to a certain piece of work on that day in the office, because the messages that I'm giving through my body language is that I'm lethargic, I'm not interested, and I've got low energy levels. Now, I've got to step in there because what's interesting is, and some of you might be listening to this and going, but X, Y, Z is going on for me, but actually I'm really struggling, but actually I don't want to be here, but actually such and such is going on in my life or whatever it might be. And the thing about that is, Being a superstar at work doesn't mean you can't have a bad day. It doesn't mean that you can't have stuff going on for you in your life. What it means is how you show up in spite and despite of that. Let's make sure that we've got two different pictures of this, right? So if somebody is working in an office space, then they might be that person who looks really demotivated. Or if they're on a Zoom call or if they're on a Teams call, that might be the person who doesn't put their camera on. Or that might be the person who is quite obviously doing something else while they should be engaged in the meeting. You know, it's it's that type of behaviour, isn't it? Where you're like, "Mm, okay, how do I actually approach that? So it's interesting. So don't be that person, guys. Be self-aware. And you have to have a certain element of self-awareness, I guess, to know whether you're showing up like that. Yeah. And it's it's the difference between conscious and unconscious behaviour, isn't it? consciously, we should be saying to ourselves, right, what what sort of language am I using? What sort of words am I using? So for example, during a meeting, it's the people who use words like can't, won't, but, but don't want to. Yeah. As opposed to It's not going to work. It is what it is. All of that stuff. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But it's about, and I've used the word but there, um, but I'm going to keep it in. Because You've always got those great people in a team as well who will say, okay, so how do we do this? How can we work as a team to do this? What can I do to make this happen? It's a very, very big difference in the type of language that individuals can actually deploy. 
But unless we consciously think about what words am I using, it's quite easy for let, to let those negative words kind of slip out. It but they, sure is, isn't it? That they, language thing is so important. Oh, it's massively important. So when I'm in the training room, I can actually sense where people are coming from just by the language that they use, by their words. And don't get me wrong, body language is, is mm, huge, huge as well. Massive. Massively. So, you know, what we need people to know is that People judge you sometimes, even in just the first five to ten seconds. That perception of thing. You. That perception thing can be a killer. Absolutely huge. So it's it's the pretty woman thing, isn't it? You know where she walks into the boutique dressed like a lady, a lady of the night, a lady of the night, and they completely ignore her because they've made a perception about her status, about her wealth, about who she is as a person, about her values. All of those kinds of things. She walks in with the designer gear on the week later and... Big mistake. Yeah. If you could see me, guys, I'm holding up the bags imaginary and saying it. And the perception is completely different. So what I'm saying is, is that to be a superstar at work, you have to really consciously think about what you're doing, what you're saying, and also how you are coming across. So it's to do with you allowing yourself to shine, right? So there's another caveat that I want to say about everything that we've just talked about. For those introverts who are out there, for those people who are not necessarily outwardly expressive, they're not necessarily people who would ordinarily communicate in a way that is overly positive because that's just not your character type. What I want you to do is I want you to really think about how you shine because we've all got that within us, right? We've all got what it feels like to be in flow. We've all got what it feels like for us to be completely authentic, completely on the button, completely in the zone, doing what we should be doing and to feel like we're winning, all of us. Sometimes we don't even access it because we're not even aware of it. We don't look for it. We don't think about it. We're not conscious of it. So this conscious and unconscious thing that Kath has just spoken about is actually incredibly important in part of the conversation. And I don't mind saying that one of the things that I end up training, my goodness, I can't tell you how many how many hours I have spent training people on this over the past 15 years or so. And it's just to do with self-awareness and being self-aware about who you are, what you're about, how you come across, and understanding that if you do it with integrity and authenticity, which means that there's a degree of transparency and you instill trust, you don't have to be the loudest person in the room. You don't have to be sneezing glitter and unicorns, but you do have to be yourself and you do have to communicate and connect with others. So our kind of analogy about creating superstars at work, right, of course, is to do with your results and your productivity and how you show up and, you know, whether you're courteous and whether you've got respect and whether you've got all of the good stuff that people go, yeah, that person's a good egg. But it's also to do with how you decide to show up and it's to do with what you decide to bring to the service and how you decide to shine in work. Because this is the other thing, how you feel and how you communicate are so intrinsically linked and it's human nature to make a judgment on who you are when we look at you. So if you want to make a good impression, that's your choice and it's completely within your control. And if something's going on for you where you feel like you just can't show up as you would like to, all you need to do is just always be aware of doing your best. And nobody can question that because that's all you've got on your arsenal, right? So let's have a look at some practical elements of self-management. So what can we do? So we talk a lot about, 
And inspire me. We teach this quite a lot, actually. We talk a lot about changing state. We talk a lot about getting yourself into the right place before you actually even get to work or start the meeting. And we touch on all kinds of stuff, anything to do with hydration and nutrition and supplements and all that stuff and sleep. But also it's to do with making sure that your head is in the game and you you feel good or you feel as good as you can do. That's a better kind of phrase for you before you show up. Now, one of the ways in which we do that is to do with things like we suggest having power songs and making sure that you've eaten. We suggest making sure that you show up how you want to be seen. So make sure that you dress for the occasion. And I know that sounds really superficial, but actually it works. So if you turn up in yesterday's clothes and you've got stains down your t-shirt and you look like you've just rolled out of bed, you probably have. And that means you're not necessarily going to feel your best at work and that will affect your productivity and your performance. So if it matters to you, it's important for you to discover and find and utilize that self-pride. It's important for you to really care about how you show up and what you're doing, even if you're in a role that you don't want to stay in. And this is the key, right? Because so many times we see this with people who are not happy. They want to get another job. They don't like where they're working. There's no answer gratitude at all. They're just like, I'm fed up and I want to go. I've got one foot out the door. That may well be. But for the time that you are at work, you have got a choice in how you show up while you're there. And you might as well make the best of it. Yeah, definitely. And I think self-care is so important. Oh, it's so important. It's so not spoken about. It's so important, isn't it? A lot of the people that don't show up like superstars in, in work have contributed and I'll even use the term self-sabotaged mm. to the point where it's impossible for them to do it. So party until four in the morning and turning up for oh, a shift in work. on a school night. Um, yeah. Turning up for work at 9am. It's going to be really, really difficult to pull your A-game out your pocket because at the end of the day, alcohol is, is a depressant. So it doesn't matter how much serotonin that, you know, that happy hormone thing going on in your body is, is there the alcohol is going to deplete that. So it's going to be difficult for you to bring your A game if if you haven't got that self-care, that self-awareness going on that you can't do a good job if you self-sabotage like that. The other thing is is sleep. You know, oh the goodness. amount of people who are fatigued in the workplace, who are yawning, it doesn't give a great impression. And, you know, I'll hold, hold my hands up and say that in the past, I have stayed up till two in the morning watching a box set. Oh my goodness. Well, the other thing is, it's really interesting. Like I suffer from insomnia and always have done, right? So for me, sleep is massive. Huge. And I don't mind talking about, I'm going to name drop here, but I don't mind talking about when I met Ariana Huffington, when she released Thrive and she invited me to um, write on Huffington Post. And a lot of the, po- a lot of the um, press that I've written over the last two years in particular in international publications a lot of it is about sleep and a lot of it is about how it's so important for you. And Ariane Hefting says very famously, if you want to get to the top, you need to sleep your way to the top because rest is really important. And it's so important for your concentration. It's so important for how you engage with others. It's so important for how you show up in the first place. But this is the thing. You don't have to be perfect or amazing at all of these things. But just be aware of it and make sure that you are consciously improving drinking water every hour, improving, making sure you eat good food, not junk food, every three hours, making sure that you at least try and sleep if you find sleep difficult. Or if you're a good sleeper, then be sensible, get a good night's sleep, 
if you're in work is so important. And so much of that is to do with self-ownership, choice, self-management, all of those things. The other thing that I was going to say, actually, is part of self-management and self-care is not just about making sure you've got the Billy basics in, which is kind of what we just talked about, although that's a really big part of it. It's also about making sure that you are nourished and making sure you have, and by nourished, I don't just mean food, I mean feeding your brain with the good stuff. So it's making sure that you're surrounded by positive people who lift you up, making sure you're not feeding your head with negativity and all kinds of stuff. And knowing that part of that is making sure that you have a support network and you are sensible enough and wise enough to reach out if you don't have what you need in order to thrive. Because that's a massive piece in self-management, isn't it? Huge, absolutely huge. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave this conversation on one really, really good tip as well. It would be really difficult for me to show up as a superstar at work if my values, if what I really, really believe in, if my ethics and my morals are not in alignment with how the company behaves, with the values of the business, of the organisation, how they work, culture. So if I'm not in alignment with that, it's going to be really, really tough. So when you're going for job interviews, when you're choosing your next role, make sure that that company culture is sitting well with you. That it's in, you know, it's an environment that you're going to enjoy being in, that it attracts people that you're going to enjoy working with. Because if that's not the case, eight hours a day, five days a week is an awful well, it's long jail sentence, time. Isn't it? Oh, horrific. So, you know, when you're going for job interviews, it's not just you being interviewed. It should be about you interviewing Absolutely, the Absolutely, 100%. And aren't we lucky in this country that, you know, we've got choice. We are really lucky. And this, what, this is what it ultimately boils down to, right? If you want to show up as being an exemplary person, as being a superstar at work, whatever that means for you, if you want to make sure that your standards are where you want them to be, if you want to make sure that you thrive, if you want to make sure that you get ahead, if you want to make sure that you have got a certain standard that you meet regardless of whether you're enjoying what you're doing, if you want to make sure you're standing in integrity, if you want to make sure that you are progressing in life and your career, exercise your choice because your choice is the ultimate expression of freedom. And we are incredibly lucky that most of us in the workforce these days have some element of choice. And you may not feel like you do, but you do. And even if that choice is how you get out of bed in the morning and how you show up for work, that's still choice, guys. You've been listening to the Creating Superstars at Work podcast, brought to you by andinspireme.com. We are Inspire Me an award-winning people development company that specializes in corporate engagement, workplace happiness, and well-being for customer service organizations. You can contact us on hello at andinspireme.com.